The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about how SEO and PPC are competitive and can work together. Joining us is Damon Burton, who is the president of SEO National, which is a search engine optimization company that helps companies show up higher on Google without having to pay for ads. Yesterday, Damon and I talked about some of the pros and cons of SEO and PPC, how they're different. And today we're going to talk about how they're also partners in crime, how you could use the two marketing channels together. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t okay on with the show here's my conversation with damon burton president of seo national damon welcome back to the voices of search podcast and a pleasure as always it's always good to chat excited to have you on the show as i mentioned in the intro we talked a little bit about seo versus ppc how one channel is better than the other or at least when's the right time to use seo when's the right time to use ppc they are both good tools. They serve different needs. They also can be very complementary at time. Talk to me about ways that you've seen marketers use SEO and PPC together effectively. The two most common ways I see are it's good to use PPC data for SEO research. So one example, I actually had a meeting today with a client and we were going over what are the keywords we're going to target. So obviously you go through and you do your keyword research and you look at the competitors and see what you're fighting against and basic things like what are the anchor text your competitors are using? What's their title tags? What's their meta descriptions? And identify their keywords. But it's also a great opportunity to go use PPC tools or go look at SpikeFu. And if your competitors are spending enough money on paid ads for it to show up on the radar on sites like SpikeFu, then 
there's probably a reason they're throwing money at those paid ads. They're probably driving a return. So if they're driving a return, why not consider using those in other channels like SEO? So that's one resource is using paid ad data for SEO research. And then probably the other one that I see the most common is using SEO benefits towards PPC. And the main example that comes to mind is if you treat your website like a hub of all your marketing methods, and through the course of SEO, you improve its content and you improve its page speed and its mobile friendliness and its call to action. All of those things are things that improve your ad score. And so by improving your ad score and improving your page speed, it's going to decrease your cost per click. So going through the process of improving your website structure for the benefit of SEO can also benefit your paid ads campaign. So to recap some of the things you said, I heard two important points. One, data sharing. And I think that's an underutilized tool for SEOs in the fact that they not only can use PPC as a data source, they could be good cross-functional partners and can get a lot of credibility and be seen as leaders by sharing SEO data to help influence some of the other marketing channels that are out there. And the second part was that there is optimization tactics that help both channels. So when you're investing in fixing your underlying web assets, you're going to see benefit from both channels. I remember when I worked at eBay, we did a study talking about the value of doing PPC on branded terms. And it was pretty clear that when eBay ran the study, and maybe this is brand specific, but that running paid ads on terms where they were clearly in the number one spot provided incremental lift. Talk to me about your thoughts on running PPC ads on place where you already have a good percentage of the SERP covered on Google's pages. You know, that's something I kind of have a given a take on. And I think with all things STO and all things marketing, the best answer is that there is no definitive answer. So I think it really depends on who's the business that's doing the bidding. Where I think it's really valuable is when you're using it for brand protection. Because maybe there's other competitors that are out there poaching on terms or trying to swipe your existing audience or your potential audience. So using that for brand protection is nice. And then obviously also in paid ads, you can be very specific with the copywriting. So if somebody is searching you by the brand, then they're, they've already been exposed to you. Because if they weren't exposed to you, they wouldn't know what brand name to search. So the fact that they've been exposed to you and they're searching means they want to know more about you. So that gives you the opportunity to inject very specific, compelling copywriting into ads. So depending on what the search term is, you can direct people to very specific things. And so maybe that paid ad with that specific verbiage is the one that really resonates with the audience based on whatever that specific search query was and brings them to a matching landing page. And that's what converts them. So maybe SDO or you know some other channel is what introduced them to you, but having specific paid ads may be what converts them. Yeah, I think that there's also a percentage of people that just actually find the ads to have more credibility than the natural search. Some people that see that ad believe that it is you know, a placement that's been purchased. And so maybe that's the one that they should be going to as opposed to deciding that Google is going to figure out what the top suggestion should be. I think there's also a question of combining both your SEO placement and your PPC ads and taking up more real estate on the SERP. Do you think that it's valuable to try to double dip and have two placements on the same page? 
Yeah, sometimes. Um, I'm starting to be like the generalized replier here. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it depends. But I mean, that's the reality of it. So I do like the idea of having a greater footprint in the search results. Not only does that increase your chances of conversion, but it suppresses the competition. If you're a small-time player, and depending on what space you're in, real estate is an example that comes to mind. That's a really competitive market with a lot of money thrown on paid ads. So if you're a small guy, it probably doesn't make sense to double bid on yourself if you're already ranking number one for it. Because the fact that it's in real estate, you're going to be 20 to 50 bucks a click. So what's the point in bidding on your own name? So I don't think there's always an answer for it. But I do like that concept in general. I mean, we take that idea into consideration with SEO, where we go for a greater footprint. So not with paid ads, but we'll go for a greater footprint with... Obviously, the organic result, but on top of that, we'll go for, you know, we might do some sort of graphics or infographics for a client. So, in addition to their website showing up, an image shows up to take a greater footprint. And then we do the same thing with videos. So, sometimes you can get, you know, your natural result, a video result, and an image result all within a single query. And if you lay your paid ads onto that, then you could have nearly a total monopoly. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So, you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Now, when you're evaluating a marketing campaign or your marketing efforts and you're running both SEO and PPC ads, do you ever think about the joint impact both of them are having? How do you evaluate your campaigns or what's happening on a SERP when you're actually showing two placements on a page? Collection accelerate the touch points. You know, there's a bazillion studies that say we've gone from meeting seven touch points to 20 touch points to 30 touch points to however many. So it's nice to be able to get more of that data. And then also you can continually feed data from one into the other. So if you start to realize that you're ranking for a certain keyword on paid ads, then you can consider monetizing that and starting to build up content assets on SEO. Or vice versa, if you have some sort of blog post, a great example would be I have a client that is a law firm in Las Vegas that specializes in personal injury. Well, I'm going through the analytics data. We found a post that just... It wasn't even a top-level navigation page. It was a buried blog post about car crash statistics in Nevada. 
And that was getting enough traction to show up aside from the home page and, you know, another top level page or two. It had the most traffic and it was nowhere in the main navigation. So it had that much value, that good of a bounce rate, that good of viewer retention that it was showing up as one of the most visited pages on the website. And so that would be a good example where you could say, Hey, SEO is telling us that a lot of people like to read about car crash statistics. And there's some sort of compelling information that's in this blog post that's resonating because people are sticking for a long time. So that's a good opportunity to take that and say, you know, maybe we follow the money, follow the attention, and then distribute that into other channels like paid ads as well. Yeah, one piece of advice, I believe it was Jordan Cooney that said this in a previous episode is for startup brands, what you should do is you should start with your PPC ads, see where you're getting traction, and then create your SEO strategies around them. Are there other ways that you've seen SEOs take advantage of some of the data that they can get from one marketing channel to help bolster the other? Well, I think you can do exactly what you said, but I think there's two ways to do it in the way that you describe that's a proactive approach where you proactively go into it, willing to spend money on paid ads and then review the data. But I think you can also, you know, proactive versus reactive, maybe that's not the right comparison. But what I want to compare is you can go into it, spend money, review the data, or you can go read the data that already exists without spending money and make some pretty accurate assumptions. And so we kind of talked about this on MarTech Podcast about how you can look at things like Google Autocomplete and you know answer the public and again SpyFu. So you can actually look at some of the data that's already out there and whether it's crowdsourced or collected from a paid tool, you can make pretty much the same assumptions but without having to spend the money. Any last words of advice for the SEOs listing for how they should think about the value you can gain between SEO and PPC? Stop trying to pick an enemy. I think one of the biggest faults that SEOs have and paid ads have and the ClickFunnels guys have is that a lot of these guys throw rocks at each other. And I think that when we come together, there's a lot of opportunity. I mean, one of our newest clients is a PPC agency. We are doing SEO for a PPC agency. Not for a PPC agency's clients, but for an actual PPC agency to show up in organic results. And going through that relationship has been really exciting because then you learn from each other. You're the best at what you do. They're the best at what they do in this example of a paid agency. And you can share that data and share those tips and tricks and that exposure. And you don't even have to... doesn't even have to be that exact example. But if you can come together mutually with... I know a lot of times there's disagreements when you take on a new client and they say, Hey, SEO guy, meet the PPC guy. You know, this one was here first or that one was here first. And so there's a little bit of an effort to mark your territory and it creates a little bit of friction. I think if you take a step back and try to proactively avoid that circumstance and embrace the other marketers that are working on a campaign or that you're overlapping efforts both of you can probably benefit mutually by better understanding what's performing on one end and considering applying it to the other end. Knowing what I know about the two channels, when it comes down to an SEO and a PPC fighting over the chair, the SEO should just let the PPC sit wherever he wants because chances <laughs> are PPC is going to go up and then it's going to go down when you run out of money. But when you invest in SEO, it's always up and to the right, even if it happens slowly. So hopefully you'll stick around and that chair will empty up at some point. 
Yeah, very true. You know, where I try and find the happy medium is I give the PPC guys access to PPC pages. And I say, go to your thing over there. That way you can do all the things that I disagree with without affecting the pages that I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Pro tip. All right, Damon. One last thing. You mentioned offline that you were writing a book. Tell us a little bit about what you're working on. Yeah, I'm actually done. I just wrapped it up and it got published just you know two, three months ago and that was fun. So I wrote a book called Outrank and get it on Amazon, but I have free copies at freeseobook.com. And there's no upsell or anything on the thank you page. It'll invite you to a group. And you know, the last thing I'll say about it is I kind of have two audiences in mind so you can kind of understand if the book is for you. The first audience is maybe you're an early stage entrepreneur and you don't have the budget for SEO, but you want a fighting chance, then it'll give you a blueprint. And the other audience I had in mind is those that want to either start SEO or businesses that know SEO is the right strategy, but don't know who to trust and what questions to ask. And so that'll kind of give you a qualifying blueprint to ask those questions. Just check your spam folder. There's plenty of SEOs that are reaching out to you, (laughs) offering backlinks in there. (laughs) David, kidding aside, I I appreciate you telling us about the book and being honest and you're not doing the hard sell. Anybody that wants a stocking stuffer for their non-SEO friends to learn the ropes or uh, you know, just give a guide and a blueprint to maybe your management, go download Damon's free book. Thanks, Benjamin. Thanks, everybody. Yep, And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Damon Burton, president of SEO National. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Damon, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is EntrepreneurDB. That's E-N-T-R-E-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-D-B. Or you could visit his website, which is seonational.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.